All you really need to do is figure out the source of your pain. Just like if you had a physical problem, the best thing you do is figure out what's causing it. So I help people figure out the source and then retell a different story. And when you do that and you can be your authentic self, that's when you have freedom. So I would just urge you to live in the truth and know that no matter where you are in life, you have an opportunity to radically change your life. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest back on the show. I have Brad Chandler of Brad Chandler Coaching. Brad, super excited to have you back on the show. Oh, I'm super excited too. Definitely excited to, to, to hear about all the awesome things you've been working on. And of course, Brad was on our CEO chat episode number 46. And Brad first got introduced to real estate when he read a book in ninth grade on how to buy houses. And in 2002, an investor brought his neighbor's house in Vienna, Virginia. And after talking with the investor, he decided to start Express Home Buyers. 20 years later, Express Home Buyers has bought and sold 4,000 homes across the country and runs primarily without his involvement. In early 2021, he went through a major life transformation and found freedom and happiness through self-love. And in 2022, because of the profound shift, he felt obligated to share his path with others and started Brad Chandler Coaching. Brad, again, excited to have you on the show to hear about your, your transformation and all the awesome things you're going through. Um, have you? Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Of course. Heck yeah, let's do it. Let's make it happen then. So to kind of kick everything off, I know I touched on your bio a little bit, but I wanted to rewind the clock here a little bit more on how you got started. What I call your CEO story. Yeah. So um, I read a book in ninth grade. And um, now looking back, I didn't know why I read that book or, or why I was interested in real estate. But I was able to uh, start a real estate flipping company that now we do homes nationwide and we do about 250 a year. Um, and over the years, you know, made a lot of mistakes. Um but done a lot of really good things too. And we're, we're now at the point where I brought in a CFO about a year ago. It's actually exactly a year ago. And he's really helped kind of streamline the business and get more systems in place that allowed myself and my partner to step out in a major way. Nice. I absolutely love that. And I think so many times I was hearing like the e-myth when a lot of times people, you know, want to do something, they want to get started and they end up creating a, a, a busier job for themselves. But I love how you've been able to kind of transition and actually, you know, be able to still make an impact while at the same time not have to have, I guess, your time translate to that success of the organization. Yeah, I think you. the key word there is impact. Um, now I look back 20 years later, and the reason I wanted to get into real estate was to make a lot of money. And the reason I wanted to make a lot of money was to prove my worth because I didn't feel worthy and I needed to prove something. Um, now that I have made the shift, I'm all about making an impact. So um, I am now coaching my all of my employees and all of my team members more on the personal side than on the business side, because people say, you know, they don't cross lines, you know, keep keep the business at home and or keep the business at work and vice versa. It's just impossible, right? So all of us are struggling to some degree. A lot of us have the I'm not enough syndrome and it causes a lot of bad things. I had one employee who was sleeping like two or three hours a night with migraines. And after a couple of sessions, she's like, Brad, my anxiety is gone. I'm now sleeping like eight hours a night. So yeah, so now my focus in life is on an impact an impact, and not so much money, which I think your listeners may have a hard time understanding, 
But if you start a business around making an impact, the chances of you making more money are greater than if you start a business to make a lot of money. We're proving it because remember, when I made that switch, the the finances took off. Yeah, I, I love that. And I say so often that uh, we forget about the the quote unquote human aspect of business. And, you know, when we look at the kind of nuts and bolts, we don't realize that, you know, taking care of, you know, the individual, the human side is something that while we can get into the, the numbers and, you know, make sure the marketing campaigns and all those things are going. If you don't, if you have people that are sleeping a few hours a week, then that's not going to help for one you to be able to be as successful as an organization. But two, I think we always forget about like why we start the things that we start. Right. Yeah. It's all, I mean, if you, if you come from a serve, you know, serving mentality, you're going to always end up better. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I wanted to drill down a little bit more and, and hear a little bit more on how you're working with your clients. Could you take us through exactly how that works and how you're making that impact from that standpoint? Absolutely. So, so, uh, most people who you know are trying to make a lot of money again a lot of people I, I have friends that are this way a lot of people are trying to prove something why are they trying to prove something because they don't feel they're enough and most of the world world's problems whether it's obesity or terrorism or molestation you name it uh the prison systems being full are all from people not feeling they're they're they're, they're enough right and why does this happen? It's because they were born enough, but then they are born to parents that were, were imperfect. And these parents, through a set of traumas or stresses, get that get, gets that child to develop coping mechanisms that say, this is happening to me because I'm not enough. And it actually helps when you're six and eight years old to process things, to get you through that trauma or that stress. But when you're 47 and you're making unconscious business decisions around expanding or buying a new product line and your subconscious is driving you, it doesn't always end up with with the greatest decision. So what I do is I go back, I, I I take my clients back into those spots in their life, typically when they were children, and figure out what was the meaning that they associate around those traumatic events. And then we just tell a new story. Your brain through neuroplasticity can actually rewire your brain. And we do recordings and, and written journals to just reprogram because that's really all it is. Yeah, I absolutely appreciate, obviously, the work that you do, because I think, um, and I don't know if you found this, you know, same kind of perspective where it's hard to kind of build and reach and make that impact that you ultimately could if you don't have that foundation at least addressed or looked at. And we kind of sometimes will put more and more bricks or so over the things to try to get to the height that we want to. But if we don't have that strong foundation, we're not kind of addressing some of those things. And we might, you know, have, I imagine, you know, self-limiting, you know, beliefs. We might ourselves in the foot, so to speak, we might do those things that don't allow us to reach the heights that we could. Absolutely. You know, I, I do a daily video uh, that's inspirational on freedom and love. And one of the videos that I haven't done yet that I'm going to is most people don't understand how close on an intelligence IQ level, say a mid-level manager at Walmart is compared to the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. It's not that different. And my theory behind that is the, what you just said, the limiting beliefs. Some of those people who are, and, and there's no disparaging to Walmart. I'm just using that as an example, right? Take anyone who's making $80,000 and then take a Fortune 500 CEO that's making $8 million. If you got them in a room, there's not going to be as much from an IQ standpoint as you want, if you think, but the person making sixty or $80,000 is has that non-growth, a fixed mindset that's saying, I can't do that. Well, they have every ability to do it. They just have to start thinking differently. Yeah, which is so powerful. Um, all the things that you're doing to kind of, you know, unleash that for lack of a better term so that people can kind of tap into that. And I think that uh, when you kind of, you know, tap into that, uh, I guess, that abundant mentality, the abundant mindset, it really sounds like it, it, it allows you to 
not necessarily be any smarter or learn anything more, those external things, it, it sounds like it actually allows you to work within so that you can unleash exactly who you are. Absolutely. I, I've had potential clients who I think decided not to go with me because they're like, well, if you fix my my issues and my trauma, I'm not going to be driven as much and my business is going to go down. And I'm proof that it's just the opposite. When you can fix, when you can come at a place of now I want to make impact in the world instead of how can I go make another $10? When you solve people's problems, you don't make 10, 10, $10, you make $10 million. So it's it's so much of life, Gresham, in the last 18 months I've learned is exactly opposite of what most human beings think. And it's just like, you can't control anything. So how do you get control? You give up control. And I could go on and on and on and on about, about all these untruths that we live under as human beings that just destroy our lives, our relationships, our health, everything, because all we do is we wake up every morning and tell ourselves this lie that is not, it's, it's not true. You cannot suffer if you live in the truth every day. Is it easy to live in the truth? No. Is it painful at times to face the truth? Yes. But is it freeing? That's the only way you really get true freedom is to be your authentic self. And you can only get to your authentic self if you live in the truth. That's, that's so powerful. So, so let me ask you this: Like, it sounds like you, you you've had really great success from maybe not you know knowing and experiencing the truth, and then you've been able to take it to an entirely different level by kind of stepping into that. Do you feel like you kind of having that experience and seeing both sides of the coins is the thing that you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? What I call your secret sauce is that ability to not just have lived it but have experienced it and to be able to kind of articulate that and to help people to do that. Uh, 100%, 100%. Because when you hire a coach, right, you want them to have done or experience what you want to have done or want to experience, right? And no bash on therapists out there and other life coaches, but so many of them don't live their talk. They don't walk their talk. They're telling you what to do, but you go home and their marriages are bad and, and they're they're out of shape and their business sucks from a financial standpoint. So absolutely. Um, I have made the millions of dollars and, and lost millions of dollars too. And I've seen that nothing outside of yourself can ever bring you happiness. Now I have that realization. I've made that transition. So yes, yeah, someone can look at me. A lot of my clients have looked at me and been like, who is this guy? Like, this is not the guy that I knew for most of his life. I look different. My face looks different. My my brightness looks different. And they're like, I want some of that. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll, if you want it, you've got to want to change. And you've got to realize you can't escape prison unless you know you're in prison, right? A lot of people are walking around, don't know they're in prison. I didn't know I was in prison. I was like, if you'd asked me two years ago, Gresham, I'd been like, dude, I love myself. I love a great life. Looking back, I didn't love myself because I did some self-destructive things that are proof that I didn't truly love myself. Nice. Well, I appreciate you being so transparent. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit. And I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? I think I'm going to go back to if you can hire really good people and you can figure out what it is that drives them in their life and help them get that, that's the best CEO hack that I can ever give. Because at the end of the day, the only true competitive advantage you have is your people. So you want to create a good environment where people are going to want to work. People will tell you all the time, now, I can't believe I'm having this talk with a CEO. I can't believe I'm telling you these personal things and you're not sitting here judging me or wanting to fire me. They feel so comfortable that hopefully they're going to be like, I never want to leave this place. This is amazing because they're getting their financial needs met and they're getting their personal needs met. 
Absolutely. So what would you consider to be what I like to call a CEO nugget? So this is a little bit more word of wisdom or piece of advice. Um, I like to say it might be something you would tell your younger business self if you were to hop into a time machine or potentially your favorite client. I think I think focus um, and, and uh, you know, I lost my focus because I was always trying to prove my worth. Can I go open Virginia Beach? Can I go open L.A.? Like all of these things I was trying to do. So I think the nugget is focus, like j- just get really, really good at one thing. I tried to do so many things because I was like, hey, I got to figure out a way to prove myself. But if I had just stuck with one thing and one thing only, if I could go back and redo what I know now, it would have just been a singular focus and get really good instead of trying to do a bunch of different things. Yeah, that makes so much sense. Do you almost feel like, um, you know, you have in that transformational period, if you were to focus on, I guess, maybe even the the self-love, the self-appreciation, the self-valuing component, do you think that that would have played a really big part as far as like you really uh, maybe experiencing that truth a lot sooner? So Gresham, I made uh, five business mistakes over the last 17 years that cost myself and my business partner $9 million. And most of those I can trace back to trying to prove my worth. So yeah, it would have been it would have been a big, big change. Yeah. I appreciate you being so transparent about that. And I think that, you know, when you start to understand that, it, it starts to redirect, you know, each of the steps and decisions you probably make ultimately. Absolutely. Now, now because I'm I don't need to go prove anything. I'm thinking I'm making decisions now on what can I do to impact the quality of our service for our sellers, for my clients, and for my employees. I'm not thinking about anything else. Like, how can I make more money? It's no, let's figure out how we can solve a problem. The more problems we can solve, the more money that will come. That makes so much sense. And I I feel like that gets to the heart of entrepreneurship and business and why we're ultimately doing the things that we're doing. So absolutely love it. So now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Brad, what does being a CEO mean to you? Wow. I think it means uh, leading a team by example in a direction that everyone is aware of, uh, agrees with, and is not necessarily passionate about, but believes in? That's a great question, by the way. Well, Brad, truly appreciate that definition. And of course, I appreciate your time even more. So what I want to do now is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get on view, find out about all the awesome things that you're working on. As a human being, you can make those changes and you don't need to go move mountains and you don't need to you know, cut off your leg. You don't need to go build 10 factories in you know, Zimbabwe. All you really need to do is figure out the source of your pain. Just like if you had a physical problem, the best thing you do is figure out what's causing it. So I help people figure out the source and then retell a different story. And when you do that and you can be your authentic self, that's when you have freedom. So I would just urge you to live in the truth and know that no matter where you are in life, you have an opportunity to radically change your life. If your business is struggling, I would bet it has a lot to do of not living in the truth. So what what you have to do, don't worry about your next marketing thing because it's not going to matter until you can get this right. And there's a proven system for doing that. So if I can help you, great. If if I can't, like go see someone else. Uh, you can reach me at bradchandler.com. You can schedule a call. It make, makes it really easy. There's a video, a little three-minute video that talks about my, rap, my, my profound transformation. So I'm here to help you if I can help in any way. And I do put out a daily video on all the social media platforms. Uh, if you, and they're all at the bottom of my website if you want to just get a daily inspirational you know, message, uh, please, please follow me on social media. 
Well, thank you so much again, Brad. To make that even easier, we're going to have the links and information in the show notes as well, too, so that everybody can reach out, get a hold, listen to you know those those daily videos, but also like have a have that conversation. But I, I love and appreciate everything that you're doing because I think so many times we can look externally for how we define success. We can have that trauma that's going on in our lives, and we never really ever look at that, and we never really ever treat that. We never really like have those conversations. So uh, thank you so much for for doing you know the work that you do because I. I think not only does it impact the individuals, but it starts to impact the world as a whole. So thank you so much, my friend. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. You too. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase. It's a community. Check out the latest and greatest apps, books, and habits to level up your business at ceohacks.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.